Hey guys, I'm Megan Pistetto. Welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. I hope you guys had a lovely long weekend. A long weekend, simply not long enough to prepare for the manipulation, gaslighting and toxic masculinity we witnessed yet again on Married at First Sight this week. This show has more toxicity than the bottle of tequila I downed on Friday night to cope with it all. And I don't know about you guys, but I am still recovering from the bombs that Sam, aka Slim Shady, dropped on Bryce at the boys' night on Wednesday. Guess who's back? Back, back, back again. Shady's back. Yes, Sam came back and he did not come to play. Mum's spaghetti. Sam dropped the iconic rhyme calling Bryce fried rice and I guess that's how he got the name Slim Shady, aside from the fresh bleach job. Sam should honestly be the one doing stand-up, not Bryce. Every bone in my body wants to hate Sam, especially for the comments that he made about Coco. And he does seem like a total dickhead, but his behavior around Bryce is honestly the most iconic thing about this show. Second, of course, to Bryce's best friend, or should I say former best friend, Jason Roses, the true MVP of this season. More on that later. So Sam wasn't the only blonde Sam who came back to fuck shit up for Bryce. Samantha also dropped huge bombshells about Bryce. She gave Melissa hard receipts to add to her filing cabinet of evidence of Bryce having a secret girlfriend that she's simply choosing to ignore. I'm gonna dissect this secret girlfriend saga in this episode one final time, hopefully. I'm gonna leave no stone unturned, even though no matter how much evidence we present to Melissa, she still chooses to ignore it. Now, last week, I got a letter about Melissa in the mail via Australia Post. And this week, I've got a letter for Melissa. Let me open it up now. Dear Melissa, Bryce is abusing you. Kind regards, Australia. Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Coming up today on this crappy podcast, Bryce's words, not mine. The former Married at First Sight star Jason is now dating and even more shocking claims about his super spreading behavior. Another former colleague dishes on Bryce as he's dumped from yet another radio job. Everything you need to know about the final dinner party and the final vows that happen next week, including the contestants who refuse to attend, the explosive phone call that is made during the dinner party, and the huge bombshell from the honesty box. 
I also reveal which couples choose to stay together at the final vows and all of the dramas that go down during them. Spoiler alert ahead for all of that. Plus, I open up a huge investigation into Bryce's secret girlfriend and uncover even more shocking, never before heard details about that. Plus, I also drop the explosive leaked text messages that Bryce sent to his friend during filming that prove once and for all whether or not Bryce is lying and if Courtney does exist. I've undersold that segment so much. Honestly, it is truly a Martin Scorsese work of art. And if the FBI don't hire me after it, I will be rioting. So much drama, so little time. Let's get into the show. But you're like the last person we can tell things to. You want to know something? I have some dirt. So juicy. I have some hot tea straight off the press about Jason. He was spotted this week in Broadbeach skateboarding with former Married at First Sight star Tamara Joy. I have shared the video for that on Instagram. That is at so dramatic podcast underscore. Spoiler alert ahead now. I asked around about this, and one close friend of Tamara's has confirmed that she is indeed dating Jason, which means that Jason and Alana do not work out which is a blessing in disguise for Alana, if you ask me. Actually, not even in disguise, a blessing in full view. I'm going to go into more detail about what happened between Jason and Alana at the final vows later this episode. Stay tuned for that. One contestant who is close friends with Alana has dished even more tea about this Jason and Tamara situation. They said, I also saw the video of Jason and that chick from another season of Married at First Sight, Tamara, and found out that they had a sleepover And I'm ropeable because he was still seeing Alana during that time. Even though he said he just wanted to keep things casual between them, she had no idea that he was off with all of these other girls and very evidently calling paps to document it. They're in the middle of a suburban street, skating right in front of whoever was taking these photographs, and he had zero consideration or care for how Alana would feel seeing those pics after all they went through together on maths. He dumped her over text... And then he strings her along and uses her for sex whilst he goes and has sex with other women as she sits at home alone, confused about what's happening with him and where his head is at. It's disgusting. How can he sleep at night? Angry face emoji. Someone else sent me in a juicy little tidbit about Jason this week as well. They said, Jason is a sleazy gronk. (laughs) Their words, not mine. I was just stalking a girl that I used to work with and she posts a lot of seductive pics and he's liked pretty much all of them, even when he would have been in the experiment. Vomit face emoji. Another person said, hey, I haven't listened to your latest podcast, so I'm not sure if this has been shared or not already, but a friend confirmed that Jason and Alana are definitely not together anymore. He was there at the Nova Brisbane singles party and he invited my friend to come to his pool for the after party. Guys, I think we found our latest super spreader, old mate Jason, Jizza. Jason is honestly the personification of Saturdays for the boys. He literally is like a 17-year-old returning from schoolies on the Gold Coast, except that he's in his late 30s. Not to mention that he has zero personality. Even when he's at the center of the drama, he is still unbelievably boring. Thank you, next. Oh my God, oh my God. We've already had hundreds, maybe even thousands of Bryce's former work colleagues contact So Dramatic to spill the boiling hot tea over him this season. But another episode, another informant. The latest colleague of Bryce has dished to So Dramatic 
It's funny because on his Facebook and Instagram and stuff, he's portrayed himself as having all of these friends at the radio station, but the truth is nobody liked him. On social media, he posted something for International Friends Day with a group of work friends and none of the people in the picture actually even liked him or are friends with him. A second former friend turned so dramatic informant dished. By the way, this is all their words and alleged information. I just need to add that in there since Bryce has threatened me with legal action already. They said, I have known Bryce for seven years and he has been wrapped in drama from day one. It's only going to get worse for him because he has screwed over so many people along the way. He has no loyalty and is a compulsive liar. Bryce is a troublemaker from way back. He's left a path of destruction at radio stations all over the country. He's a terrible announcer who can't hold a job for longer than six months and who has always been in it for the fame. Gosh, Bryce has more enemies than I've had shit roots. He is the devil dressed in general pants on sale summer collection. Oh my God, oh my God. Speaking of Bryce and his work, an insider recently revealed some tea about Bryce's current work situation after he was dumped from his previous job at Hit Canberra. They said, Bryce recently landed a job as the manager of the Nova Casanova's street team, which he's been telling everyone who will listen that he was headhunted for. But it's a pretty entry-level role in the world of radio and definitely a backwards step for a radio announcer. Now, that little tidbit was sent in on Monday. Today, they came back to me with an update. An update already, I know. They said, okay, I take that back. Bryce has already lost his job at the Nova Casanovas. I can confirm he's no longer working there because he got fired. He's been sniffing around at all of the radio networks and adding everyone in their promotions and on-air teams on LinkedIn. I then asked this person if they knew why Bryce got fired and they said he got a job at Nova before he moved to Melbourne. He worked one shift and was never asked back. Look, I don't blame them. You would have to have shit for brains to want to work with this man or have him represent your company. Now, a little side note, we did see that Bryce had lunch the other day with John Ibrahim and Kyle Sanderlands and Kyle's manager. So maybe it was a job interview. Watch this space. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. Let's talk about what is coming up next week on Married at First Sight. It is the final dinner party and the final vows. Yes, the final week is here. Amen. Praise be. There are a few big things that go down at this final dinner party. And one big thing that doesn't, Bryce. So Bryce and Melissa are no-shows to the final dinner party. I personally wish that Bryce hadn't shown up to the whole season, but we digress. One contestant explained why the self-titled King and Queen of Married at First Sight were not in attendance. They said, Bryce and Melissa didn't show up to the dinner party because the night before it was boys and girls night and after that they had slept in different rooms. That morning, Bryce was trying to find Melissa and get into her room, but Melissa didn't want to see him. Bryce went off his rocket trying to see Melissa and was even threatening producers and all of that. It became pretty heated. And then they just didn't show up that night. We later got told that Bryce chucked a tantrum, complaining about all the other couples causing problems in their relationship, so he then refused to go. Sounds to me like Bryce was fuming that his hostage wife dared to stand up to him, dared to speak, and couldn't handle not being in the driver's seat. Bryce. Bryce, 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 Bryce. Fried Bryce. However, there was one blessing to come out of Bryce not showing up to the dinner party. 
In his absence, the contestants were free to bitch and gossip in peace, and they certainly made the most of a Bryce-free evening. The hot topic of discussion was again Bryce and his secret girlfriend. No surprises there. The boys wanted the tea about what had gone down at the girls' night with the bombs that Samantha had dropped. One contestant says, There is a conversation with the whole Courtney thing again. The girls were discussing it, and because the boys weren't there, they wanted to know all of the details about what had gone down. Georgia suggests calling Samantha and letting the boys hear it for themselves. So Georgia gets Samantha's number and calls her, but as she's calling, she freaks out and hands the phone to Beck. So Beck got stuck talking to Sam. Samantha just didn't care anymore and she tells them everything and confirms it all again on the phone. She told them what happened when she left the show and everything that she's heard back home in Canberra. There is also an honesty box at the dinner party and praise be because the one thing we are lacking this season is honesty. However, I am told that the questions were not submitted by the contestants this time. They were submitted by the producers. Now, the biggest drama to come out of the honesty box is between Georgia and Liam. One contestant reveals, Georgia asked Liam, would your friends and family like me? Liam was brutally honest and said, no, they will not like you. He said it pretty harshly. He actually said to her, they will hate you. However, he then said, but once they get to know you and know you how I know you, they will accept you. But at the start, they will struggle with the whole pink thing because his family are very country. Georgia was pretty upset by that and was crying. Drama. Now, after the dinner party, we have the final vows. Six couples make it to the final commitment ceremony. I'm going to go through each one now. So if you don't want spoilers about the outcome of the show, skip ahead to the next segment. And if you do... Place your bets on Sportsbet now before they hear this and change the odds. Belinda and Patrick, they choose to stay together and I believe that they are still together now. Boring, moving on. Jake and Beck, they also choose to stay together. Very surprising. I have no idea how these two are still even on this show. I've seen more chemistry in a WWE wrestling match than between these two. One contestant explains what the go is with Jake and Beck. They said they are showing Jake and Beck not getting along very well, but by the final vows, they were all good and going well. They both write stay at the final vows, but Beck made it clear that she wanted to start again and start from scratch and get to know the real Jake. Beck kept saying that she felt like she wasn't seeing who Jake really was, and he keeps saying that he's not the asshole, narcissistic person that he's been in the experiment on the outside and he's very different in the real world if she gets to know him. Plus, they had trouble focusing and working on their relationship because producers were always pushing them to confront Bryce. So they choose to give it a shot in the real world. However, they are no longer together. I have revealed exactly what happened after the show in episode 57. So go back and listen to that if you haven't already. Bryce and Melissa, they choose to stay together. Melissa says yes to being held hostage for even longer and it's topped off with even more gaslighting and manipulation from Bryce. Mark my words. Alana and Jason. Alana and Jason do stay together, but there is a twist. Alana actually wrote leave at the final vows. She then heard Jason's final vows and felt guilty, so she changed her mind on the spot. Very disappointing form from our queen, Alana. You deserve so much better, girl. Put your vibrators out for Alana. Johnny and Kerry, they also choose to stay together. And as I have revealed already, they are still together now. Georgia and Liam, 
Georgia has been spotted with her ring on after the show, but I can confirm that her and Liam do not last. According to my sources, Georgia was really nasty towards Liam towards the end of the show. She's even been telling friends that she really messed things up at the final vows. A close friend of Georgia's dishes to so dramatic. So at the final vows, Georgia and Liam both chose to continue things after the show. However, during their commitment ceremony, Liam has a change of heart and decides to end things because of how rude she was to him in her final vows. She was basically bagging him out, saying that her friends wouldn't like him and he doesn't know how to love. She pointed out all of these negative things saying, you've done this, you've done that, you've hurt me. It was really aggressive. She was basically saying to Liam that no one loves you and you don't know how to love me. Liam was really shocked by what she said, so he changed his mind on the spot. Liam said, no thanks. Based on what you've just said, you do not know me at all. He basically tells her, um, hell no, fuck off. (laughs) Their words, not mine. Now, there was a video that I leaked this week of Jason going on a homophobic rant about Liam that Georgia was in. Now, I've shared that on Instagram. Go and check that out if you haven't seen it already. It is super, super explosive. I'm actually going to cover this in more detail next episode because I feel that it needs an entire episode to cover every single detail because it is a lot. So I will be covering that video in full and all the details surrounding it next episode. This is bad behavior. Everybody calm down. It's a case for the FBI. So scandalous. Detective Meg on the case again this week. I'm going to investigate today the biggest mystery of modern times, a mystery harder to decipher than ancient hieroglyphics, Bryce's secret girlfriend. I'm making it my life's mission to get to the bottom of this. We deserve fucking answers. Thank God Jason Roses and friends finally gave them to us this week on the show, but I'm going to expose even more tea about this ever unfolding saga and reveal even more contradictions about Bryce because honestly... That is my new favorite pastime. So let's dissect this mess one last time, open heart surgery style. Now, a little bit of backstory before we get into this, because this is quite a big investigation. I do need you guys to concentrate and stay with me for this one. Now, to refresh your memory, in week one of Married at First Sight, I revealed that Bryce had a secret girlfriend who he was hiding back home during filming. I revealed her name to be Courtney and explained that he had told her he was doing the show to further his career and asked her to wait for him until he finished filming. She did agree to wait for him. And not only that, but they were in contact the entire time during filming, FaceTiming, calling, probably sexting, who knows, and also planning to meet up. However, Bryce then dumped her two weeks before the final vows because I guess he'd been called out by everyone else and I guess the only option for him at this point was to die with the lie. I've had sources tell me that he stayed with Melissa for the sake of proving everyone else wrong because his ego is so big that there is no way that he would go back to Courtney because then Beck, Alana, Samantha, his own friends and every other person who had confirmed that the secret girlfriend was real and said that he was lying would be proven to be correct. And we all know that Bryce's ego knows no bounds. At the time, my source told me, yes, Bryce is staying with Melissa and he's moved to Melbourne to be with her, but he's only staying with her to help repair his image because he comes off looking so bad on the show. All of his friends knew about it, even the ones at the wedding. Bryce and Courtney had been to a wedding together just three weeks before filming. 
it wasn't a secret to anyone. Now, I have shared these photos of Bryce and Courtney at the wedding together where he had his arm wrapped around her stomach. Go to Instagram at SoDramaticPodcast underscore and check them out if you haven't already. It is hard evidence. Picture proof. Photos do not lie. Now, this week, I was sent even more photos of Bryce and Courtney. These ones are from a trip away to the snow. I'm going to share these on Instagram too so you can take a look. It basically just confirms that these guys were definitely a couple. I don't know any guys that I'm going on holidays with that I'm not dating. The source also said this. After manipulating her the entire time during filming, promising her that he would be coming home and they would pick up where they left off, that is not what he did. He dumped her right before the finale week and played her like a goddamn fool. And she's not the only one being played. They said he knows how bad he's going to look when the show airs. So his only hope is staying with Melissa in the hope that her popularity rubs off on him and people portray him in a positive light by association. It is purely damage control. He told all of the contestants that he wasn't into Mel. He just knows all of the right things to say to convince poor Mel that he's a good guy and for her to have his back. He pulled the wool over her eyes big time. Everything that came out of his mouth was just lies and manipulation. Everyone felt sorry for Melissa because she is truly genuine. Now, all of that came true, didn't it? That was a prophecy for the ages. Now, this week on Married at First Sight, things took another turn. Bryce's own friends threw him under the bus in spectacular fashion. The fact that Bryce even has friends is honestly more mind-blowing than his actual behavior. The friends didn't admit to Melissa that he had a secret girlfriend, but they also didn't deny it. However, when Bryce and Melissa walked away, they didn't realize that the cameras were still rolling and they started bitching about Bryce and revealed the truth about his secret girlfriend. This was so good. The producers even broke the fourth wall. So the camera was still rolling, but there was like cameramen and producers in the way. So I don't think they were actually officially rolling. But once they heard the stuff that was coming out of their mouth, they then quickly got out of the way and resumed filming. So they admitted that the gift was true. They admitted that the girlfriend was true. They admitted everything that Beck had said, basically. Now, I have spoken to some of Bryce's friends who filmed this segment, and this is what they've told me. Bryce told us all before filming to dispel everything. He asked us to lie and say that the secret girlfriend was just a rumor. We told him no. We said, we're not going to say yes, but we're not going to say no. He then continued to beg us to lie for him. We felt extremely anxious and uncomfortable being there. None of us wanted to go. We decided that we would word it in a way where we didn't say yes, but we didn't say no because we didn't want to lie, especially publicly and especially on national TV. Fair enough. But we also didn't want to feel the wrath from Bryce if we told the truth. He is a scary person to be on the wrong side of and will go to extreme lengths to bring someone down when they go against him. But yeah, he basically made us lie for him. It was such a shit situation for us all to be in. They then added that more of Bryce's friends were actually invited to meet Melissa that day, but they all refused to go because Bryce was making them lie. Now, Jason Roses has publicly confirmed that him and Bryce are no longer friends. Smart guy. I can also confirm that Bryce is not friends with anyone who appeared on the show or friends with the people who refused to film the scene. I don't know if he has any friends left at this stage, to be honest. Oh, except for Kyle Sanderlands. RIP. Jason Roses also posted a video on Instagram this week explaining how he felt after filming that scene. Let me play it for you now. This is stressful. Lots was thrown around last night. My name was brought up like five times, like not even once, five. 
Um, look, there is so much I want to say on it, but I can't. Um, all I will say, with my personal experience, I did not want to be there during that filming. I was uncomfortable. I know the other two girls were uncomfortable. And you know, maybe one day I'll be ready to do a tell-all with Oprah. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's no tell-alls happening. Now, if that wasn't enough tea from Bryce's friends, the plot thickens even more. After filming this segment, when the friends didn't lie for Bryce, he was extremely angry at them and texted them and he sent a message to each of them blowing up for not dispelling the rumours. I have managed to get my dirty little hands on one of the leaked text messages he sent the friends. Let me read it out to you now. Bryce wrote to them saying, The whole point of doing a friend's catch-up was to try and put me in a better light on the show and that I'm not like they've made me out to be. They've completely stitched Liz and I up. If you want to save us in your Voxy now, that would be great. We're both pissed off. P.S. I never sent you this message. Wow. Damning. Damning. Another tidbit about this famous friend scene that you will not believe. Honestly, you could not make this shit up. But where they filmed that scene with Jason and friends was the exact same venue where Bryce attended the wedding with Courtney three weeks before filming Married at First Sight. Yes, the exact same venue of the photos that I posted of Bryce and Courtney. Can you believe that? A Canberra local who knows the venue well wrote in pointing this out to me. They said, girl, I'm from Canberra and the place Bryce and Courtney are at for the wedding is the Howling Moon, the exact same place he took Melissa for their final date. Ha ha ha, little fuck probably fucked out of the final date to go and give his girlfriend another gift. Same windows, same floor, and the view is what gives it away to us Canberra locals. I cannot with this. It is honestly better than an Alfred Hitchcock movie. The plot thickens. I hope you guys are all still with me. So during the season, Beck claimed that Bryce told her about the secret girlfriend and that he got his mate to take a present back to Canberra for her. I have got to the bottom of this mystery about the gift and I have all the information that we need to work out what is the truth. First, Bryce said that there was no present. Bryce, you know what you said in the gym. Well, tell me. What did I say? We've already had this conversation well, out there, so why That's, do you want me to listening. say it again? What, what did I say? Everyone's listening. Uh, sorry, you said, you said first of all, oh, I don't want to tell you where I put you, but I put you up on the top of the attraction oh, scale. Yeah, but that's a long gone mate. Hang on, this is a conversation we had, and then you said it would be so easy to get to the end of this with Liz. Mm. Um, she's easy to get along with. And I was thinking, end game, why are you tra treating this like a game? Then you said there's a girl on the outside. You had a friend here, and I don't know if he did, in Sydney. And he said to me that his friend was going back and asked if he wanted to buy a gift for this girl, but he didn't want to get caught, so he didn't. That was the conversation. But you're a blatant liar, so I'm just listening to your bullshit. You're sitting here blatantly lying yourself. I'm How not can lying. You sit here and lie? How am I lying? This version of the conversation. Like, oh, we had a chat in the gym. I said that. Yeah. I said the comments, but I'd never mentioned a gift. This is the thing. Then the friends admitted that it was true. They said the gift thing is true. That was when the cameras weren't meant to be rolling, when they thought that they weren't being filmed. Now, multiple friends of Bryce's have confirmed that the gift is indeed true. And they also provided even more details about it to So Dramatic. One said, yes, the present was a plant. Bryce bought it for her for her 30th birthday. The friend he organized the present with was Ellie, the blonde girl who confirmed that he had the secret girlfriend on the show this week. Like, honestly... Buying a gift for a girl on the outside while you're on Australia's top-rated TV show is so brazen. Like, 
That is truly the work of a sociopath. Now, since the boys' night where Bryce denied it, he has since changed his story yet again and admitted that there was a present. But he claimed that it wasn't just a present from him, it was a group present. It's hard to hear, but they sort of said... uh, He's lied to her. The gift thing was true, is what they said. Was your heart just sinking when you watched that back last night, Bryce? No, it wasn't actually, because I'd actually said that the whole gift thing was true. It was part of a group uh, situation where a few of us chipped in and I never bought an, an individual gift. It was always part of a group. So that just seemed to be missing um, as right. part of the conversation last night. And uh, then it was, he's lying. So Honestly, this guy must have like a whiteboard just to keep up with his own lies, like a Venn diagram. I don't know how he keeps up with the lies. Oh, I guess he's not. He's being caught out every time. So Bryce is now making out like it was a group present not an individual present and that him and all his friends chipped in for this plant for Courtney. Like either Bryce is a fucking liar or him and his friends are fucking stingy. <laughs> like, did they all buy a leaf each? Did they divvy up the soil? Plants are like what? 50 bucks each. That does not sound like a group present to me. If my boyfriend and friends all chipped in and brought me a plant for my 30th birthday, I would throw it back in their faces. So yes, things are not quite adding up. Actually, while I'm here, let me play you the rest of the audio from that interview. This leads well into what we want to play back to you because we actually had an internationally renowned body language expert on the show last week and we played back some interactions that you've been involved in on the show and one of them was your denial of this whole secret girlfriend storyline that's played out a lot in the show. Um, He watched the video of you denying the secret girlfriend, and this is what he had to say about it, Bryce. And we'd love to get your feedback on this after you hear it. Well, the thing about this, fellow is when people don't tell the truth, what first thing that happens is associated with increase in blood pressure. So our extremities will go will go red, like your nose. But in in his case, his ears went bright red. If you play that, his ears go bright red whenever he's on the ropes and he's sick. And now I've got to come up with an answer here. Uh, So would you believe him or not? No, I, I wouldn't believe him at all. So he's essentially saying that he, d- he doesn't believe your <laughs> denial that you have a girlfriend in the outside world. Oh, he must be about as good as expert as the ones we deal with on the show. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> Put that dagger in a little deeper. <laughs> well, there's one other thing that the body language expert commented on as well. Um, so we, we wanted to play this to you, give you right of reply, um, because he was a little bit harsh. This was like a week or so ago-ish when you wrote um, leave at the commitment ceremony, then scrubbed it out and you wrote stay. Um, And you said that was for Melissa's best interest. You had a best interest at heart. And again, this is what the body language expert had to say. Uh, When he he said it's really hard for him to make this decision, he was rubbing his face and nose 100 miles an hour. Um, I mean, it's not it's it's not hard for him to make the decision at all. The guy, the guys have been He should have been the sergeant in the army, yelling in people's faces. So this was a form of manipulation, is what you're saying? I'm manipulating the whole show. I mean, who writes a sign that says Lou puts his cross through it and then puts puts stay underneath? I mean, uh, he's he's playing he's playing the role to get people feeling uptight about it all, which, which that worked pretty well. Yeah, well, my theory was he wanted more airtime. That's why he did it. So maybe yeah, I was exactly. on the money. Yeah, that'll get it. And the more people will hate you, the better. All right, oh, Bryce. So thoughts. Right of reply. <laughs> oh, well, I don't need more airtime. I think I've had a fair share of that during the experiment. So, uh, yeah, look, uh, this expert must be pretty good at his job.
because uh, he's way off the mark. So, uh, yeah, no, good on him. <laughs> Do you think he's off the mark on both both counts oh, there? I'd love to have a chat with him because he knows a fair bit about me without meeting me. So I'd love to have a conversation with him. Well, that is his job, is to read people's body language and, yeah. and, and get to know them through that without having to meet them, I guess. Um, oh, the red uh, the red face thing. I've actually had a skin condition since I was a young kid. So uh, oh, he must have been too good at his oh, job. Don't pull that car, Bryce. Oh, it's unfortunately true. It's being highlighted that, uh, yeah, <laughs> I have it. So uh, yeah, it's great that the whole country knows about it now. Now, I have the name of the skin condition that Bryce is referring to. I've got the inside scoop, guys. It is called an allergic reaction to the truth. Just kidding. But an ex-girlfriend of Bryce's got in touch with me and said that she has never heard him mention this skin condition once. And they dated for a very long time. Now, back to the secret girlfriend, Courtney. During filming, Courtney's 30th birthday took place. The same birthday that Bryce brought the gift for. Now, Bryce not only bought a gift for her birthday, he was actually planning on attending her actual birthday party. Yes, whilst he was married to Melissa, he tried to escape filming to go to his secret girlfriend's 30th birthday. The audacity of this man to think that he was able to get away with this. I cannot. Sources tell me that it was on the 10th of October and held in Canberra. It was a Coachella-themed birthday party dubbed Courtella. The friend says... Bryce asked production for approval to attend Courtney's 30th birthday back home in Canberra that weekend. However, his request was denied. He thought he would be able to go, so he told all of his friends that he was going and then on the day he had to tell them that he was no longer able to go. I have received even more leaked text messages of Bryce discussing this with a friend. On Saturday, the 10th of October, 2020, at 8.59am, the friend said to Bryce, What are you doing today, lol? Bryce said, no real plans. Hitting the beers tonight, though. And the friend said, I heard you might have been coming to Canberra and I was livid if you hadn't told me. And Bryce wrote, I was trying to, but didn't get approved by production. Ha ha. One guest at the party says, Courtney was devastated that Bryce couldn't go to her birthday. They were arguing about it all night and texting back and forth because Bryce had promised her that he would be there. Bryce ended up admitting to her during her birthday party that he had in fact had sex with Melissa. She was devastated. Wow. Way to ruin someone's birthday, Bryce. So not only did he not show up to her birthday, he then broke her heart on her birthday. Courtney also confided in this person at the birthday party and said that Bryce would FaceTime her during filming in front of other grooms. The groom he FaceTimed her in front of was Jason Engler. No surprises there. Courtney even spoke to Jason during one of these phone calls. Then Courtney became worried that Jason was going to tell everyone and she said to Bryce, are you sure he's not going to tell everyone about me? And Bryce said, no, don't worry, you can trust him. So Jason 100% did know about Bryce's secret girlfriend, Courtney. He had even spoken to her. So Alana was telling the truth there, guys. Now I've got photos from this Coachella party. I'm going to share these on Instagram. Go and check them out. The proof is in the pudding. But wait, it gets even worse. So after Bryce had been caught out, red-handed multiple times by his cast members and he basically had nowhere else to run to and no one else to vouch for his lies he did the unthinkable he contacted courtney and manipulated her to lie for him one of bryce's friend explains after dumping courtney right before the final vows after bryce had been called out by everyone 
To save face, Bryce came back to Canberra and demanded that Courtney text Melissa and say that they never dated and they weren't dating during the show, which, after a lot of manipulation, she did. He told her that his radio career would be over if she didn't and that he would still get back with her if she did this for him. So Courtney agreed and she texted Melissa and dispelled all of the rumours, thinking that Bryce would come back to her if she did as he said. I don't know what secret powers Bryce has to get everyone to lie for him, but his manipulation skills are next level. He could probably even convince Kim Jong-un to make North Korea a capitalist nation at this rate. Like if Bryce's radio career fails... He should honestly write an ebook titled Bryce's Masterclass of Manipulation. It would be a bestseller. But wait, it gets even worse. If it wasn't bad enough that Bryce was manipulating Courtney during filming, he is still manipulating her to this day. He has allegedly threatened her and told her that if she speaks to the media and confirms the truth about their relationship, he is going to make her life hell. That is a verbatim quote, guys. So Bryce has allegedly silenced his girlfriend and I know this because I have spoken to a number of people very close to Courtney who is still very scared to speak out against Bryce. But wait, it gets even, even, even worse. After making Courtney wait for him during filming, after essentially cheating on her with Melissa, after making her lie for him, after dumping her two weeks before the end of the experiment and everything else, her pain and suffering didn't end there. Courtney met someone else months after Bryce dumped her and she started seeing this new guy and Bryce got wind of it and was not happy about it. A friend of Courtney's says, Bryce found out that Courtney had a new boyfriend and had officially moved on from him and so he messaged her and slut shamed her, allegedly, and harassed her, allegedly, via messages about it. He called her a slut for moving on, allegedly. So when this happened, allegedly, Bryce was with Melissa He was the one who had dumped Courtney, so I'm not really sure why he would care who she's dating or that she'd moved on with someone else. The friend continues, he didn't want her to move on and almost didn't let her move on. He was constantly messaging and calling her and threatening her and being abusive to her and she almost broke up with the new guy because of it. This went on for a number of weeks and he put the poor girl through hell even after dumping her. Wow, wow, wow. Now, during this Canberra trip back home, Bryce also took Melissa to the cricket with his friends. Some of the friends who had refused to film the earlier scene attended. One of the friends says, Melissa was clutching onto Bryce the entire time. She didn't speak to anyone the whole time and barely said a word. Bryce mentioned that Melissa had been bullied in the experiment by the other women. He also took her to the hit Canberra office to meet his work colleagues. This was two weeks after he had dumped Courtney. Now, after this work visit and after filming, Bryce returned to work, worried that his colleagues were going to expose the truth and out his dirty little secrets to the media. So he went to HR and allegedly threatened them with legal action. A former colleague dishes even more tea saying, everyone wanted to talk, but we were all scared. There was a huge blow up at work. One of Bryce's bosses and a number of Bryce's colleagues even got sacked because of Bryce's complaints about them. Apparently, The HR department did nothing about Bryce's behaviour and defended him against his immediate bosses and colleagues because he told them if they didn't, he would be taking legal action against them so they were left with no choice but to keep quiet. Now, just for the record, this is all alleged and this is all someone's account of what went down. I am just relaying the information. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't sue the messenger. Now, Bryce's contradictions don't end there. This week on Married at First Sight, 
Bryce was also exposed by Alana for making plans on New Year's Eve to go out and be single with Jason. Bryce covered it up by saying that he said this to Jason at the very start of his relationship with Melissa and he didn't know that they were going to work out at that point. For argument's sake, let's just say that he didn't know. He didn't expect things to end up the way they did with Melissa, but he still said this when he was still with Courtney, who was waiting for him back home. So he was making this poor girl wait for him, all the while knowing that he didn't even plan to stay with her until New Year's Eve anyway. Like, (laughs) Bryce, what do you get out of this, you sick man? The contradictions don't end there, guys. I'm almost out of breath. I'm almost out of fucks and I need Valium. This week, Bryce's mum, Dana, stepped into the ring and defended her son, Bryce, on her private Instagram account. She has claimed that Bryce's villain portrayal is a result of bad editing. I've shared this on Instagram, but I'll read out for you now what it says. We've never met and hopefully never will. Before you hit the keyboard with your vile, ugly comments, look up the definition of film editing, cutting, the activity of selecting the scenes to be shown and putting them together to create a film slash program. Hashtag maths. Dana, honey, there is no editing in real life. How the hell do you explain his behavior off the screen then? Maybe you need to educate your son on gaslighting, abuse, manipulation, narcissistic behavior, and everything else because he is the human embodiment of all of those things. I'm really disappointed because I thought that Bryce's mom was a feminist hero after she told Melissa to leave him during their Zoom call. How wrong was I? Dana must have been edited inaccurately on the show too because she is not a feminist hero at all. She's condoning and defending his behavior. She sounds more like a Bryce enabler. Now I know where he gets it from. Now that is not all Bryce's mum shared on her Instagram. She also shared a vile meme mocking one of the brides who Bryce has come head to head with during the season, Beck. Bryce's mum photoshopped Beck's face onto a photo of a horse, implying that she has a horse's face. She's literally a 50 or 60 year old woman sitting at home making degrading memes about other women, women half her age. Wow. And we wonder why Bryce behaves like he does. Mama Ruthven, maybe you should spend less time on Photoshop bullying people and more time teaching your son how to respect women. Just a thought. Now that meme was way too nasty for Instagram. I am at risk of having my account shut down because of all of the reports I've been receiving. So I had to create a Patreon for the Jason homophobic video and for this meme. So I've now got a Patreon where I will be sharing all of the stuff too spicy for Instagram. I'll explain later in the show what it's all about, but I've left a link in the show notes to see that meme if you want to check it out. I'm not finished yet, guys. This investigation is still going. If Melissa didn't already have enough evidence to prove that Bryce did have a secret girlfriend during filming, this week, Samantha rocked up to the girls' night with even more. Samantha was basically the last leg of the relay team to get Melissa to see sense. It started with Beck, Bryce's mum, Alana, Bryce's friends, and now Sam. If Melissa cannot see the red flags from his own mother, his best friends, and the other contestants by now, she must honestly be colorblind. Melissa, honey... Where there is smoke, there is always fire, sometimes even a volcano. Speaking of Alana, she is an absolute queen. How iconic was it when she told Melissa the truth about Bryce? Because she said it was simply the right thing to do because she cares about the sisterhood and so she should. She literally stood by her story, even when the woman she was defending was refusing to believe her. Even when it meant breaking spousal privilege, as the experts have called it, 
It's funny how like a woman standing up for herself and the sisterhood is considered by the experts as a betrayal of trust to men. Funny that. The experts even turned it back on Alana and accused her of self-sabotaging. Seriously, fuck these experts and fuck this entire show. Like where there is a girl willing to give up a guy she really cares about and great sex, there is a liar on the other side. Mark my words. Anyway, Samantha rocks up like, I've got some news from Canberra. Literally like she's delivering an important telegraph from the Capitol. By this stage, Melissa has an entire filing room full of evidence against Bryce, and yet she is still choosing to believe he's innocent. At this point, Melissa could honestly walk in and see Bryce having sex with another girl, and she would probably believe him if he told her that he just slipped and fell into her vagina. Melissa's loyalty is so exhausting. I don't even want to think about how shit she must feel defending a pure evil person. She is the Heinrich Himmler to Bryce's Hitler. Now, after this happened, Melissa obviously ran back and told Bryce, and a friend of Bryce's tells me that he was fuming at Samantha. Bryce then texts his best mate, Jason Roses, the person who had told Samantha all of this information, and confronted him about spilling his secrets to her. Let me read out the text messages that were sent. Bryce said to Jason, So, according to Samantha, you guys went out last weekend. You told her that I have a girl waiting for me back in Canberra once I'm done with Married at First Sight and Melissa. And she got to the girls' night last night and told all of the girls and Melissa about it. Jason said, What the fuck? I never said that. As you saw from the messages, lol, only three days ago. Bryce said, I'll call you. So, Jason denied that he'd said anything to Melissa. A source tells me that the reason that Jason said this to Bryce was because he was literally scared about what Bryce would do to him if he admitted that he'd told Samantha the truth. And as we've seen, I would be scared too. He just turns on anyone who calls him out for his BS. Bryce is honestly scarier than Freddy Krueger in Nightmare on Elm Street. He is scarier than the AIDS virus in the 90s. I honestly miss the days when we were laughing at Bryce looking like Gonzo. (laughs) That was our honeymoon period. Little did we know what was coming for us. Warning. Oh my God. Okay, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. Guys, you know the drill. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars only, of course. It would be a big help if you could also share this episode on social media or with your friends. Spread the gospel of So Dramatic around. That is free and doesn't cost you a thing. And it helps the show more than you know. If you want daily gossip updates, follow me on Instagram at So Dramatic Podcast underscore. There has been more drama than a Married at First Sight dinner party on my Shadow Band Instagram account this week. I had the homophobic video about Jason mocking Liam. The video was reported and taken down despite other pages resharing it on theirs and it being allowed to stay up. The video is now back, so if you're the only person in the country who hasn't already seen that vile video, go and check it out. It is at so dramatic podcast underscore. So now I'm one report away from having my Instagram disabled and I've already been banned on Facebook. So I've had to start a Patreon to post all of the spicy content that is too hot for Instagram and Facebook. I've left a link in the show notes for you guys to have a look. It is honestly the price of a coffee and it will save me from being exiled from social media and facing a lawsuit. I've already put a few things up on there um, and I will be putting things like DMs, tips, emails, videos, photos, things that I basically cannot post anywhere else. I'll also be doing a bonus episode once a month with extra spicy content. I will leave a link in the show notes for you guys to check it out and I promise it will be worth it. And Drama Army, as always, please keep sending in your tips and receipts. The tip-offs I've received this season have been out of this world. 
bigger than Bryce's ego. I've had like full blown ASICS records, family trees, whistleblowers coming forward. I mean, I thought I was good, but you guys are taking this shit to a whole new level. I literally need to set up a call center to handle all of these tip-offs like Crime Stoppers has. It's getting very overwhelming, but please do not stop. Keep it coming. I will be back in your ears on Tuesday with a super explosive episode about that homophobic rant from Jason regarding Liam, and I've got even more details to spill on that saga. So next week is literally going to pop the shit off, lots of stuff happening. We've also got the reunion happening later in the week, so I will be covering that as well. One more week to go, guys. We can do it. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. (laughs) Oh my god, oh my god. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.